Hi guys, welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm your host, Obisessan Feolua, and this is a show where we'll be discussing random topics, from silly topics to serious topics, even topics suggested by you guys from my point of view. I'll be having on here my friends, random guests, even you guys, my audience members can feature on the show. And I hope you guys enjoy this wonderful ride, and I hope you guys have a wonderful time. So once again, welcome to the HMO podcast. So yeah, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience in camp. Um, starting my first day, I remember when I got to camp, I was so excited. You know, they have given all those stories of you might go and meet your future wife, life starts and all that, and you're just so excited. I chatted the whole KK that took me to camp. I was feeling like bad is going down now. Ah. And ah, I dropped my box. I even made a video like, yes, now we did this beach touchdown shagamu. <laughs> See me dragging my box, feeling like I have arrived. And I remember the first thing I was told, the policeman was, Biggie, welcome to camp. <laughs> now, people who know me know that I hate being called Biggie. I mean, it's one of the names I hate most in my life. But he's a policeman and he has a gun. So I had to smile politely and nod. And he was like, ah, this your box is fine, no? <laughs> anyway, after that first stage, you proceed to bring out your COVID documents. And that's what I did. I went to the COVID station. Now, the COVID test is carried out by couples of the batch before you who are doctors and nurses. Now, those guys will be feeling like Alpha and Omega. I will get to that later. Anyway, you will feel like Alpha and Omega. Now, nah, I've done the COVID test before, so I knew what to expect. But some people were there shaking and embarrassing their families. Anyway, um, some people also tested positive because apparently the... Um, so I say the simpler test also picks up the symptoms for malaria. So those who had malaria tested positive. Thousand, anyway, they were isolated, sir. I don't think anyone actually had COVID. Now, from that stage, the next step you go to is checking. You'll be checked by police officers. And I was fortunate enough, for slightly unfortunate enough, to be checked by two Ibadan police women. Oh my god, they spent the whole time describing Brother GD's wedding. I think Brother GD has slept with another lady and they forced him to marry a second wife or something. I just shall know that by the end of their discussion, I, I can tell you a little bit about Brother GD's life. Anyway, they proceeded to open my box and scatter it. Oh my god. Apparently, they seize all metal objects, including things like your laptop. You're not allowed to bring your laptop. So they took the laptop for those that had but in my case i had fox but someone told me to put fox in my mosquito net so they were not able to find it they shall scatter the bag and they took my sanitizer and said ah ah you are very neat and then they wasted it <sighs> anyway from there i think the next step was um taking I was taken to my hostel. Now, I cannot stress this enough. Getting a dope hostel and a dope bed is very, very, very important. Now, I got to camp. I think I got to camp around 4 o'clock. So, I was the last to enter my room. And I was lucky enough to get a whole bunk to myself. 
yeah and also considering the fact that i'm tall i'm huge they didn't want me to fall on top of anybody if i was on the up box so i got the whole bunk to myself and ah, i think that was all the best now another thing that's very important is your roommates yeah, like your roommates are very important but i'll get into that much much later so anyway after the room going for documentation and registration now there are policemen and civil defense and soldiers will be stationed outside your hostel those ones be like ah piggy what do you bring for us you must have plenty money or you look rich and i understand i look rich anybody who has met me will think i'm fucking rich i claim it in jesus name <laughs> let's just leave it at that i claim it in jesus name but anyway that was basically it you know Yoruba people love to be like i can't say it's only Yoruba people but Yoruba people certainly love to be and i grew up in the north i won't say it's not uncommon but i've not really experienced it that much so from that step i went for my documentation now that was when i started to realize how camp was kind of corrupt because you need to print out a document after you have done your camp check-in and registration when i went for my check-in they had to check my school documents my medical reports and all that <laughs> i had my medical report that said i was fine but i had a report from a doctor because i'm asthmatic and then the person who i showed when he saw that one report was showing i was fine and another one was showing that i was asthmatic he looked at me like someone told him i was retarded or something <laughs> and he was like why baba give me my this to let me go who has time for your stress so i took my stuff i went for my registration you you know you don't waste time there those guys basically don't waste time nsa is trying to go digital so but from the next step that's when this camp stress will now start there was only one printer in the whole camp and everybody must meet that one person i didn't understand it at first but apparently that's how camp people make money they don't really outsource those things to many people so that they can make as much money from them as possible so that's how all of us had stuck in and then people who had money had to start bribing their way in front i had to make friends on the line because I didn't know anybody who was in camp with me at the time and many people who attended like Unila, Glassu, Funab, they already were, ha, ah, you know, they knew each other but me coming all the way from just, I had not met anybody so I had to start making new friends on the line before we found how we could, um, before we found how we could do our printing and order. Then from there, you'll be assigned to go open a bank account. I was told Access Bank has monopoly of 50% of all coppers are coming. So most often than not, someone might get sent to Access Bank. There are other banks, but Access Bank is actually quite common. After you have opened your bank account, the next is Platoon. Get assigned to your Platoon. The last number of your state code will be your Platoon number. After I had met my platinum people, initially I was like, we can rubbish this and the woman just looked so annoying. But also she was very, very nice. Sharon is Pedro. The woman was very, very wonderful, honestly. She made the whole thing dope. And this was, I would say this was my second main shock, but this was like a major shock. Now keep in mind, as I had mentioned earlier, I'm not the slimmest of people. And then when you are filling your NIC registration, you get to 
type your clothes size, your shoe size and all that. And I had put the larger size hoping, okay, when I get it, I will go and reduce it. Only for me to get there and they just brought like 10 kits. Just put it on the floor and told us to carry anyone. By the time I opened the clothes, oh my God. As if they gave me the clothes for a primary school child. <laughs> and then I was like, this thing cannot size me. And they were like, it's not our problem. Go and look for somebody who's this bigger. <laughs> As it turns out, NYC only makes shoes for I think size 45 and my feet is almost 46, 47. That was, oh my god, that was a problem. And you know, in the process of complaining and complaining, I met other people who start to meet your platform guys. Apparently, there are some guys who come early, they do their registration, but they don't change into white and white so that soldiers don't start stressing them. They wear their mufti. And they carry clear fire <laughs> up and down camp, looking as if they just came. So nobody's going to stress them. I didn't know that update at the time, sure. So anyway, I got to Mami Market and went to meet Taylor's. Now, this was something else that shocked me about Mami Market. I've always heard that things in Mami Market are not cheap. But I thought for something like sewing, they'll be considered. There's nothing like pity, nothing. <laughs> Those guys looked at me and were like, ah, you'd be like, see, this one must definitely have money. Then this idiot was like, to adjust my khaki shirt was going to be 2000 So I just, no, he initially even told me 3000 And then the trust at 3000 I shall begged and he now agreed for 2000 for each. And they had to look for somebody who was going to expand my shoe. <laughs> that guy told me 3K. Anyway, the idiot spoiled the khaki shirt and I had to collect and I paid the balance. So Aisha had to find a new tailor and all that. It was a whole process. Aisha ended up spending almost 10k adjusting khaki. <laughs> Keep in mind, before I had come to camp, I had one of my favorite movies, Nigerian movies ever to come out, is Up Not, Back It Up Nowadays. So if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. I love that movie. It was about you know a young rich guy that went to MIS and his life changed <laughs> they'll feed you false false dreams so i um i was experiencing my camp i was expecting my camp journey to be like that but when my father didn't give me one million naira, like banky w to go to camp i knew there was a problem and out of my limited budget I had now spent almost 10k adjusting khaki. You can imagine. 10k adjusting khaki. Oh my god. My chest was beating fast. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to survive like three weeks in this place? But yeah, that was basically I'll say this was my first day in camp generally. And then I got to my room that night and then I met the most wonderful set of people. Like my room is very wonderful. They made camp fun, yeah. So anyway, I was hoping I could get through my whole camp experience in this one video, but I don't want to make it so long. So maybe I'll divide this whole part into a series and then I can break down the journey. If you have enjoyed this, definitely subscribe, give a like, give a thumbs up, give a review. Please, please, I beg in the name of God, review. I definitely need your reviews. So this is where I'll be stopping. I hope to see you guys in the next episode.
so this has been the first episode of the hear me out podcast i hope you guys have enjoyed it i really thank you guys for making it this far if you have liked it kindly like subscribe um put on the notification tell your friends tell your families and if you have any stories you would like to share especially the funny ones about shock you might have experienced on getting to camp i will leave a link you can send a voice message through that link that i will be using in my next episode so until next time bye guys